GM. Sorry, y'all. Sorry about that. We are back for the 74th consecutive episode of Wonky Weekly Alpha. It is good to see y'all again. Good to get this back going on Friday again as well. But, you know, like, quick little Saturday wasn't too bad last time. I had a couple people join up on stage that don't typically get the opportunity to. Um, if this is your first time in the audience, you have not joined before, which I recognize most of the faces down there, feel free to hit that request button, join the stage. You know, typically I have pretty chill vibes up here unless Rooster goes a little bit too wild, um, which doesn't happen too often. Honestly, it's a treat if it does. Um, and then Lumber is also always a wild card. But Lumber is the legend that has been giving away um, multiple stonks over the past few weeks. And this is his last week of that. Um, which, by the way, that also means happy late birthday, Lumber. Hey, GM, GM. Uh, I'm giving away a stonk right now. I already know who it's going to. But I don't see him here yet. Uh, well, he better get in here. But, uh, and we know it's a heat. It is a he. It's, I'm going to represent the African continent here. And uh, he's actually, his PFP is one of my stocks, I see. And so uh, I'm just going to go ahead and give him one to start it off. Dude, I love to hear that. Love to hear that, man. Um, how was the birthday week? Uh, it gets chiller every year. <laughs> um, I, I understand that completely. And so uh, it was, you know, it was, um, I don't even remember what I did. That's how, just like every other day, kind of. Dude, that's eventually what birthdays kind of become, though, man. Like, it just honestly becomes like just about any other day. And honestly, in my opinion, that's about as good as it gets. Like, I don't mind a little bit of a celebration, but I'm also the type that I don't really like so much of the focus being on me. So I'm fine if it just operates like a typical day. Nah, bro, I disagree. Totally. Bro. I love my birthday. Like, <laughs> I like to travel. Well, bro, you're also like 14, so. <laughs> yeah, it's still. Exactly. I, I don't really, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> just... Shit, I, I, like, I like to do things. I don't care if other people do it with me. I'm going to go do it, though. Hey, Kaleo, I see our guy here is in the audience now. I want to just uh, let him know that, uh, and I'm not sure I can even pronounce his name, but Ademe. Ademe? Or Adeyemi. Adeyemi. Yeah. Adeyemi gets the stock early, gets the early stock. Yes. Love to hear that, man. From Osu, Nigeria. Welcoming up on stage, Adeyemi Purity OBE for another stock. Congratulations, sir. That's awesome. Representing the African continent. As Lumber said, we'd love to hear it. So starting off hot, starting off strong, still have another stock to give away for anybody that's in the audience, no worries, but absolutely love to see it. Oh, shoot, is that, a, is that an 80 spotting that I see down below? A little Matty sighting in the flesh? Um, nah, dude, but... Hey, Lumber, it is not said enough times how much we just appreciate you. And, you know, like, what what you've done adding to the vibes the past, you know, month is legendary, man. Absolutely is. So can't say how much 
We appreciate you for any one of the audience, you know, lumber, lumber just DM me one day and was like, Hey, I want to give away a stonk, you know, at least like one stonk a week for the next month and a half. And I was like, yes. He was like, is there any problem with me doing that? (laughs) I, I have fucking loved it. And I think I've almost, I have like more stonks now than I did when I started giving them away. Dude, that's incredible. I, I have to say that uh, this is the longest stretch I haven't gone without buying the stonks. So uh, I'm looking. Love it, man. Love it. So you're an absolute legend. Love to see it. Um, and, you know, it. like I'm telling you, the, what, what you've done really does encompass just the heart of this community, right? Where from day one, we've talked about it. You know, Maddie wasn't here the other day whenever we were talking about 661, his baby. But, you know, from the story of 661 there and like, you know, week number one of the stonks, it's all about just the community rallying together with this generosity. And, you know, heck, I look back to last summer also, where it was about reaching out to other communities, kind of involving that, the same type of thing, man. You know, I look at like where things really started to find a foothold for the community. It was last summer whenever we started doing like, you know, each week I would do at least one of these giveaways as we continued forward with it. And it was just a way to be able to give back to the community as we continued to grow. And, you know, I think that there has just been, you know, countless other individuals that have taken that same torch and carried it on that it's difficult to be able to list up here, man. But I, again, you know, just you, you deserve some credit for just how amazing um, what you've done has been the past several weeks. It's been, it's been, you know, it's been a ton of fun. And uh, um, like even today, you know, it's about spreading the word too. And so, even today, I mean, um, Alan Shipnuck, you know, writer for SI, uh, you know, and he tweets, he's tweeting about the open and, you know, we have a little bet going and if I lose, I'm sending him a stock. So, um, he may have to get an ETH address. Who knows? Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. So, all right. You guys, uh, I'll be I'll be on the sideline here. <laughs> well, I want to kick it over real quick to the legend himself, '80s baby, aka Matt Palace. <laughs> what's up, baby? How we what's doing going today, on, man? What's, what's going on? What's good? Oh man, miss hearing your voice. Sorry, I haven't popped in in a couple of weeks. Every Friday, I've had to have a doctor's appointment right in around the time that you guys do this. So I'm happy to be here, happy to share the vibes with everybody. I love this community. It is my home, it is my family. And Lumber, man, you are carrying that torch for us right now. And it's interesting to hear you speak on that, Kaleo, because it's been wonderful to see. I think over the course of two years, certain individuals just coming up, stepping up, carrying that torch for the community, sharing the vibes, um, onboarding a lot of other people as well. And much love to you, Lumber, Rooster, Future, Kaleo, all the people in the audience, man. Every single person always has stepped up for this community and just shared that love and intention with each and every single one of us, man. Because we're just here for the vibes. And, and there's nothing more amazing than that, right? 
hundred percent, man. So, you know, I, like you said, I, I, it's one of the tough things about like these spaces is that there's an impossible time to be able to catch everybody every single week, you know? And I, I honestly like, that's one of the reasons I kind of like the fact that I, I give it a little bit of a window, it usually starts sometime within a two hour window, right. Of like 12 Eastern to two Eastern somewhere in there, always a little bit variable, but like with that, you know, get a little bit of a different audience each time. Um, and like I said, even bringing up with the Saturday one, even, little bit of a different swing there. So it's good to have you back up here, man. You know, catch, catch, catch us up. What all is good in Maddie's life right now? You know, like what all is going on? What are, what's keeping you rolling? What's keeping you churning? Um, what is the good news? I'm flowing and glowing, baby. Um, everything has just changed in my life and I'm embracing this experience, this gift that we have to, you know, live this amazing life. And, Right now, I'm working on a, a few things for myself. I'm finishing up a couple of uh, books that I've been working on. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been diving heavy into photography. Like, it is a passion. It brings me joy. It's just experiencing the present moment and being able to share that with others. And also, like, tap into this awesome creative vibe that I'm just riding with right now, man. It's something new to me. I haven't been this creative since I was a child. So, it definitely feels like a new venture um, and just continuing just to, to grow and evolve in life. My wife and I are making some crazy moves right now. Um, we have decided that we are actually selling our house. We're going to downgrade a little bit, stack some more cash. And the ultimate prize is the big property that I've been wanting for a couple of years. So moving along with that, just, you know, continuing to grow and continuing to go through it, man. It's uh, It's been a blessing. I'm very grateful and ever since I got back from Peru, I just had this new outlook on life. And I just want to share this abundance of vibes with everybody, man. All of you are my family. All of you have grown up with me over the past two years. And just seeing each and every single person in this community, in this space, evolving on their own is also a blessing, too. Because it also gives us, you know, that, that, that extra push to keep going and being stronger for each and every single one of us. So that's what's going on, man long-winded answer but yeah so <laughs> guys you fucking heard it here first 80s baby is selling his house and sweeping wonky stonks so go front run them right now if you can you know that's what i heard in that and you know that like that's a huge decision but i really feel like in retrospect it'll be an obvious one yeah i think so too man <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's exciting, man. Fun stuff. Um, and, and I respect that a lot of people, you know, a lot of people think the American dream is just what's the next bigger, better thing that I can get. And I really think even when you talk about homes, right, like there's something that, you know, even in the past, I, I had roommates and stuff my entire life up until a little over a year ago. And over the past six months, especially, right, like since I broke up with my ex, I, I, I like I kind of miss having roommates. I don't need roommates. Right. Like, but I actually do kind of miss the community that comes along with that, because otherwise, man, it's just like it's a big, empty house sometimes. And I'm like, I don't need this much space and this much isolation, et cetera. Like, there's no dream of upgrading anything like that. It's all honestly like, man, I wish this place is a little bit more crowded than it is right now, which, I, again, I just feel like is anti 
you know, the sentiment that you hear across CT and really everywhere else a lot of the time. But like, you know, I respect you guys for being able to just follow through with that vision. Yeah, it's amazing just having a partner that just, you know, continues to just support and, and we just converge on our ideas all the time and we just make shit happen and with no complications or anything like that. So that's definitely a blessing. And uh, I just thought of a crazy utility. I know we don't do utility at Wonky Stonks, but if you're a Wonky Stonk holder, Kaleo has an extra bedroom that you can go hang out with him. <laughs> No, but anyway, it it, it really started, dude, a couple of years ago when I got rid of the Corvette. When I got rid of the Corvette, a lot of things came into perspective and just going through the journey. And it's like, you know, I I didn't have anything growing up. come from a very poor family, no, no inheritance, no nothing. And I worked my ass off to live this quote unquote American dream. You know, got the car, got the boat, got the house, got all that shit. Then after the the car came the boat, I sold that. And now it it seems like everything just feels right because everything else just felt so manufactured and it wasn't, it wasn't conducive to the evolution that I'm trying to fulfill right now. So to each his own, everybody has their own things in life and I've experienced it and I'm kind of done with it. And that's why, you know, consolidation of the stonks, like, you know, (laughs) great next step. Uh, Rooster, what's good with you, man? What's been what's been going on in your world? Um, shit. I mean, honestly, uh, buying Japanese Pokemon cards. Um. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, wait. What's the deal with Japanese Pokemon cards? Is my Japanese holographic Charizard finally going to be worth something? I don't know if he's like kidding right now. Or like... I actually, yes, I have a Japanese holographic Charizard. I mean, depending on like which one it is, like it could be worth anywhere from like, you know, $5 to like, you know, 10000 I, I mean, I got it in like 98 Oh, then like, I mean, de- depending on the condition, it can definitely be worth like even more. Um, but anyways, yeah. Okay, well that's interesting. Maybe maybe I have to open up the the old notebooks again and pull it out. It's been stuck inside its little, you know, plastic Pokemon car or you know plastic Pokemon. Uh, oh yeah, wrapper I mean, that I. If I've... you haven't like paid attention since like COVID, uh, the values on like vintage have like ten x. Really? Um, yeah, since COVID. So. No, I haven't paid attention at all. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. But, they, but I just uh, remembered, like, the Japanese version, nobody ever wanted it. Everybody yeah, Japanese ate, cards have been going crazy recently. And really? They just, yeah, they just released the new uh, original 151 set, like a brand new, like, original artwork set, like, a month ago. So, yeah, I've just been, like, buying that. Okay, I'm, I'm going to look this up. Like, let's say it's a mid-tier as far as its quality, I mean, I definitely know I, I own this, but let's just say... If it's, it's like, a Japanese-based uh, holographic Charizard, I mean, you're looking at quite a few thousand dollars. Okay. Well, honestly, I'm going back home <laughs> like less than a month. I'm going to find this thing and see if it actually is worth anything and sell it off. I guess... I'm too old for that. <laughs> I don't need that. I don't need that. Like, maybe I'll sell it off to you. Maybe I'll, I'll do it. Hell no, bro. I ain't, I, ain't, 
I ain't got that type of Pokemon card <laughs> money, bro. Oh, man. Fuck that. Dude, so tell me, did any of y'all hop on the uh, the Opeepin, um, the open Opeepin craze this week? Because I saw, like, that was one of the things that I missed. And I'm a little bit confused as far as how that officially worked. Because I've been, you know, I'm out of the loop. I was out of town doing the camp thing. And I just see all of these thread guy PFPs pop up. And he said it was an open edition, $2 per mint to mint. I thought it was just his version of the PFP. But is it basically your color set for your PFP that people could mint for the OPP? And like, how exactly? No, so so there's like there's a website where you can upload an image and it will create an OPEPIN um, with that color scheme, like kind of like AI, I guess, will just create your own variation. And so he did that with Dread Guys Mutant. And then put the mutant up as like, or that Opepin as like a um, open edition for two dollars. Gotcha, gotcha. But the rest of the mints are open for. I, I mean, like they're not even mints; they're just people that are customizing based on. Yeah, and that, that that's completely free. You don't need to like connect your wallet to it. Um, I forgot like the exact version of the website. Uh, but yeah, there there's a, a free version where you can just download your own version of a PF uh, OPEP and PFP. That's what like Magic Eden and everybody were using, like with their own. Because I like I was confused at first too. I was like, dang, Twitter really just woke up one day and decided to make you know 10x Thread Guys net worth. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes a lot more sense because, well, and you know, for each one of the thread guy individual ones, he got like, he got the proceeds of that. Right. And that was the only thing that really went toward him. Yeah. How many of those were ended up minting out like 10,000? No, last, last I heard it was like around 30,000. That was like a few days ago. So I'm probably, I mean, he made a decent chunk of money from, I mean, it's not like one of those things where it's, you know, he's set for life. From that oh, one yeah, mint, no, it's it, like the 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 money is like the least amount of value he got out of that. The exposure <laughs> was like that. That's you know what ten x his uh, his net worth. You know, yeah. But and Budweiser tweeting out about him and shit and like wait, yeah. Budweiser tweeted out about Thread Guy. Yeah, <laughs> they they tagged Thread Guy. Yeah, it literally, dude. That's. Oh man, I'm sorry for Thread Guy. That is a huge brand killer. <laughs> like, R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. Man, he was going so well. Fucking until delete that. this shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> like Budweiser, please take that down, man. Like, it's the last thing that I needed here. He was going so well. Uh, I mean that <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> no, the the funniest thing though over like the past. 48 hours um, was Shamdu <laughs> saying that a water droplet came onto his phone and clicked it four times and he got his wallet drained. <laughs> okay. I I think I also saw a little something on that. Like, you know, so are people assuming that he actually did not have his wallet drained? But yeah. It looked like a like- wallet drain. Right. They, well, they're thinking, people are saying, like, you know, oh, so did you just lose your 
your ledger in a boating accident too or like <laughs> uh, because yeah he like i don't know how does that how does they, that work for like, you have to have four clicks yeah you have to have four clicks for you know to accept that transaction and so unless there's no way a water droplet came onto your phone clicked it four times and then got your shit drained like i mean there could have been a possibility that he was sitting there debating whether to click it or not. And the stress of the, is this going to change my life for the better? No, he was this a is sweat what he droplet said. that he said he was already head, hit the screen and made the decision for him. <laughs> That's probably going to be his next excuse, but he said he was already, um, like he was browsing a phishing website that he already knew was a scam site and then the water droplet came and then clicked on the link and then accepted the transaction. <laughs> yeah, that's the not for me, dog. Like that's, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this rooster. I have, I have had times recently where, you know, you get say like the other day I got out of the lake and I, picked up my phone, tried like swiping with it. Dude, the entire front of the screen's covered in water and it was unlocked via my face. Next thing you know, I had called somebody that I haven't talked to in 10 years, right? Like the phone auto dialed, somehow it opened up my contacts. I did not click that. It scrolled through my contacts and it found somebody that I have not talked to in 10 years and it just dialed that number. And the dude ended up texting me back and was like, hey, you know, I saw that you called. Was there something that you needed? And I was, you know, then it's like awkwardly, should I catch up with this person? Should I just say no? Sorry, it was a butt dial. You know, like all so I got water clicking multiple times. I got one better last week. Um, I had taken some shroomies and uh, it was pretty much, you know, I was up all night. And then my great aunt called me with who I hadn't talked to in like 10 years. Um, cause I guess like her grandchild called, like just called me off her phone and then she picked up. So then, yeah, I was coming off shrooms talking to my great aunt who I haven't talked to in 10 years at like eight o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> I was like, uh, I, I couldn't find an exit for like 12 minutes. I checked the phone call later and it was like 13 minutes on. I was like, Jesus Christ. I was talking to her for 13 minutes. I was like, fuck. Were you playing Mario Kart that night too, or sure what? <laughs> no, no, not that night. I was, uh, I was home safe. Well, speaking of which, yeah, I just dropped my car off at the body shop finally yesterday. And so I got the loaner now. So I'm whipping. Hey, Kaleo, I do have a quick question. You're probably the foremost expert on this uh, tax question. <laughs> How does that work, though, if you get your wallet drained and all that stuff? Like, it, doesn't that seem like kind of tax evasion sometimes? But I don't know. Um, so I, I can see where you're coming from, but yes and no, man. Because if you think about it, at the end of the day, worst case scenario is it's like, well, it, like Shamdu for a lot of those I don't think he had a very low cost basis. I actually think his cost basis was relatively elevate. Like he didn't get in early for a ton of those NFTs that he lost. So what would be the worth in saying, Oh, they were all sold for $0, right? Because at the end of the day, like you're still gonna, 
it's not going to save you anything unless it was a realized capital gain that you're avoiding. And I don't think that he was like avoiding some massive capital gains on a bunch of these NFTs. Correct me if I'm wrong. I, I just don't think that that was, you know, again, if he got a bunch of those pudgies at mint and he was holding, you know, from mint up until then, then, hey, maybe that's one example of being able to say, yeah, you know, it was stolen, it was drained. And really, he still has control of it, but he's claiming now that he sold it for zero and he's able to, you know, quote unquote, save on taxes via that because he doesn't have to claim what the actual sale of the real value is anymore. You know, like that would be the shady type thing that I could see that type. Isn't Pudgy's like where he made uh, like one of his largest bags though? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't like, I don't pocket watch people. Well, maybe he's always been like associated with Pudgy Penguins for like no, the no, no. Time. I mean, yes and no. Like, right. Because I feel like a lot of people in the Pudgy community hated him for a long time because yes, he had a huge Pudgy bag. But then he just dumped on everybody back in the day. And everybody hated Shamdu in the pudgy community for a long time because he put up this massive cell wall and just dumped on everybody. So then back in, I forget if it was like January, I think it was January, maybe December, he aped in a ton of pudgies again. And I think it was January, actually. So, yeah, like he aped into a bunch of pudgies again. And a lot of people were like, no, we don't want this guy back in the community because he's toxic and, you know, he's just a flipper and nobody wants him. So I think that's where he really aped in was around that four ETH mark, maybe the five ETH mark even, you know, back in like January or February. So sometime earlier this year is where he ate back into the project. But I don't think that he had this massive bag that he was still holding prior to that. I, I think that there was a lot of like hatred toward him because he had dumped a massive bag like way earlier. So that, that's my assumption, at least. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that there's decent amount of truth to that. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just thought the, the water droplet story was comical and, you know, needs to be bookmarked as, you know, one of the history pieces. And I guess the 2023 year review, because that's like, you know, oh, the founder died during the mint. So we're rugging <laughs> type deal. Right? It's on par with that. So you know, just got to bookmark that, save it for the year review. Hey, I haven't been on a space since uh, I proposed this in the Citadel, but uh, what's up with wonky Vegas? What is up with wonky Vegas, you tell me? I'm down. I'm going to be there. So if we want to do like a meetup, a quick little meetup, we don't have to go big or anything like that. But let's get the wonky homies out there. Do Bro, what, when are you going to Vegas, Maddie? What's the two-year anniversary of uh, wonky stonks? Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be there for like I'll be in Utah for a week. I'm gonna be hiking around the mountains and national parks, and then I'm ending with my 40th in uh, Vegas. Well, we'll look into it, man. I mean, I'll I'll look in and see. Like, you heard it here. Vegas is one of my least favorite cities, but you know, there are gonna be some good people there. Then I, you know, potentially. Make an exception to head out there again. 
I really hate Vegas, man. I won't lie. Like, I just, it's just, it feels so dirty every time I go. Like, I. You guys heard it here first. What's that? Matt is selling his house, using half the money to sweep wonky stonks. The other half, he's splitting with Kaleo to take anyone who owns a stonk to Vegas on October 19th. So, save the date. Matt's selling his house to take everybody to Vegas. Yep. <laughs> if it's set on spaces, it is word, it is gospel. So we're going to just stay with that. Appreciate that, Matt. Your generosity is on another level. I thought Lumbers was up there, but man, you know how to upgrade. So, no, I do, man. I got to take care of the family. <laughs> um, dude, I guess I'm, I'm thinking through the other things that are happening right now in the NFT space. One of the other big ones that I can think of. You know, it's the Pentashi drop, and, like, y'all know, I, I, I love Pentashi, and, you know, I... Rooster has a lot of comments for this one. Does it look so like this one's going to mint out? Bootleg, bro. That, that was so disrespectful. It was so bootleg. Like, that was, that was crazy. What do you mean by for, bootleg? Like, okay, he was an advisor on the Penguins, right? I figure if you're associated with Penguins, you can't drop a derivative and kind of co- ride the coattail of, well, you know, multi-ETH project and then try and mint out for $400. And not only that, you steal game footage from a game called Trials Extreme that many of us played in high school and make the most simple mod to put a penguin on the motorcycle and then call that utility and say there's a game for it. Like, no, that that's so great. Like... <laughs> I, people actually thought he sold his account with how like, he did not sell his account. dumb the account like dumb the drop was he he did not sell his account even though like I've seen that filtering out like I won't lie I, I'm a little bit confused by the aesthetics of a lot of it right because like one the thing I will defend out of all of that is the fact that he's doing a penguin derivative he's been a penguin since like 2019 that's been his main you know account profile image. So I I see where that makes sense because it is his brand, right? It's been his brand before he was an advisor on the Pudgy Penguins. So I can respect doing a penguin derivative. I mean, it'd be like anybody saying because Bored Apes exists and somebody was with the pro that they couldn't ever do any type of ape derivative type of project, right? Like, I don't think that that's necessary. But what I do agree with, I think that like, he could have had better consulting as far as a price point and the message for what he's going for, because 0.199 or whatever in this, you know, here's the biggest thing that I learned, right? Whenever I created a project coming from CT to the NFT space is it doesn't always correlate to some type, like you have to build a brand and build a name within that community. Right. And like that takes time and CT is different than the NFT Twitter side of things. Right. And there is value that obviously can be extracted from your name, but if you really want it to be something that builds longer term success, I think you need to set it up to be successful for the people that mint it. And that's where the 0.19 thing really comes into a difficult perspective is because it's like, that's difficult in this environment with this market 
to be able to replicate and to be able to push out. And I'm not going to give up on him whatsoever right now and say, Hey, you know, like I still think he's a good dude and I'm still rooting the best for him in the project. And, you know, but like doing something like what bags did is really difficult, right? Where it starts out from not minting out, but you've got to really be able to push and show some level of dedication toward that to be able to get it to the finish line. So I think that like, it's too early to sit there and say, Hey, you know, like, you're a complete, you know, failure for not minting this out and whatever else. It's like, okay, you know, you've, you've done something, you've started it here. You've set a precedent for, you know, X level of expectations going forward, you know, just don't forget about it. Right. Because that's been the thing with CT accounts doing NFT projects for the longest period of time, you know, outside of myself and bags, I, I can't think of any CT accounts that have started anything, on the NFT side that have stuck with it. Yeah. Well, he also said, you know, expect nothing, right. It, pretty much except for then, Oh wait, there's also this game that everybody played in high school. Um, he, he pretty much said, you know, expect nothing. None of the money goes to me. It goes to uh, the people that pay me um, who also already raised nine figures previously, which I don't understand why you need another $4 million for what, I, I just found it like in bad taste. Yeah, man. So I'm, you know, it, it's one of those tough things. I'm rooting for him. I do feel like, you know, whoever was advising him on this definitely missed the mark as far as, you know, the potential for something that he could have done. You know, I really feel like at the end of the day, say that this mints out at three, say 3,000 of the mint out at point two. Right. How much better would it have looked for 10,000 of them to mint out at 0.06? Right. Or free and well, charge free. royalties. Yeah. Say or free and charge royalties. But the royalty, like I get charging something, you know, I understand that. But like 0.06, I think he would have minted out. Right. And 0.06, nobody's going to say, man, that's like a ridiculous amount for anything right now i feel like that'd be a reasonable threshold to be able to try to start something off with especially with that brand but like you know point being somewhere in that range you know free would have definitely done it free dude he'd be rocketing with it right now but somewhere in a more realistic price band for just starting off in the nft space would have led toward a lot more success and who knows what you could have built from there, right? Like if everybody's winning, everybody's talking positive about you, that's positive social capital versus, you know, otherwise it's a drain, not just on the ETH of the community, but it's a drain on your social capital as well. So I don't know, man, like it definitely was not fully what I expected, but <laughs> I I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I think it's too early to. I, I think we we loop back in a month and see what's actually you know pushed forward with for a real feel. But I don't know, man. I, I <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were already being sold at like. I mean, it's bounced back close to mint now. But within the first six hours after mint started, they already start selling for like point one two, even down to just point one. Yeah, I had like a 50% haircut almost immediately. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, 
the only reason why I, I'm, I've learned to be cautious on jumping the gun on this type of stuff is because if you look at the pandas, I really think they're the best example, right? I was one where I was a little bit, you know, weary of whenever it happened and it didn't mint out. And, you know, like there had been a couple projects that bags have been associated with like in the past few months before that, that just hadn't panned out. And I'm like, man, is this going to follow that same route? And, you know, if you really, if you were too judgmental of it going into it, you missed an amazing opportunity, right? Where bags stuck with it, turned it into something incredible and really showed just, there were a lot of people that were talking a lot of crap those first few days, right? Whenever the, the pandas started to do their mint, there were a lot of people talking a lot of mess toward him and he ended up delivering something. You're looking at it now, pretty incredible. So, you know, it's one of those things I think that, I learned my lesson there to jump the gun too quickly as far as, you know, being incredibly critical of people that I've seen, you know, have some level of, you know, that I, I respect and I do respect Pentashi. I'm rooting the best for him on this, but, you know, I think it's, he set himself up for a tough road. You got so nervous about the pandas. We never got the whitelist spots for him. <laughs> Bro, who, hey, hey, we had the whitelist spots for pandas for how many how many months did everybody have the opportunity to mint out a panda? Um, hey, Kaleo, but you know if you you say that the NFT bull market is just going to be incredibly huge, doesn't it just generally won't it just all generally kind of go up? I think it depends, Lumber. You know, like, here's the thing that I've talked about in the past. I don't think it's a guarantee that everything that exists now goes up later, right? I think that it's more of, like, a select few projects that kind of survive and that have some type of momentum rolling into it, have the potential. But if there's a project that, say, it mints out and then just really is forgotten about it, there's no reason that any of those will really spring back to any type of new life if they don't have any life currently leading into it, right? So that's my thing. I think that, like, you have to have life heading into that bull run to be able to expect new life. To, uh, otherwise, like, anything that happens for those projects is, like, nothing more than a dead cat bounce. Yeah, bull, bull market's, like, new and shiny, and then pretty much OG status. Right? And that's everything that competes for attention. Yeah, the, especially the attention span's so short, like, you have to, you got to hook people. Yeah, you can't discount a D-Gen mindset. <laughs> Ten four. Yeah, that's the way I look at it, at least. So I think that there's still a lot of, you know, opportunity for those who actually survive. But you look at it right now. I mean, it's difficult to name every project that has died off because once you die out, they die off. You kind of forget about them. But, you know, there aren't a lot of people that have the mental fortitude to be able to just sit through months of sideways and bleeding out, right? Like, you know, there are a lot of people that lose sight of that vision. And, dude, I even look at, like, look at what happened in January. Y'all remember this. There were several projects that hadn't sent out a tweet in months that all of a sudden when things are rallying in January, it's like, Oh look, like community we're here. We're doing something. 
Uh, no, it's the we've been quiet because we've been building. <laughs> and it's just so, it, it's funny how it just so happened that as soon as prices started going back down, they, they started building again. They started getting back in their shells. And, you know, I'm sure the next cycle, like, you'll, you'll see another tweet. Just, you know, we've been silent for the past 13 months because this is what we have in store. Two years in, they're like, all right. Merch website just dropped. Yeah. So that's, I, I think that it, that's the type of stuff you got to look for, man. So it's not always because something has history doesn't mean it's a home run. Again, I think that you have to have history plus life, right? But are we also expecting like there to be a bunch of, new people getting ETH addresses and stuff? I mean... Yeah, I mean, I would 100% expect that, right? Like, anytime you have massive growth in the price of the underlying asset, and also, you know, when you're talking... So ETH would be the underlying asset. So there are a lot of people that are just, you know, going to be interested in that. But then, you know, the thing with NFTs, why they're so bullish, in my opinion. One, you know, you look at the regulatory side of things, and they've received the, re- the least pressure, honestly, out of anything. Um, and then you look at like the intuitive nature of it. Look at what's happened with regular collectibles. The collectibles market has gone absolutely haywire over the past several years. Digital collectibles is something that's just intuitive for the average person, especially when you're talking about the gaming economy, how it's continued to climb. You know, when you're looking at that type of a cycle, I just think that as a potential one to be the most intuitive for people to be able to grasp conceptually and say, oh, this makes sense. And then two, I think that it also has the potential to be the most viral because you're talking about images. You're talking about, you know, other type of visual media that actually resonates with a larger audience than just saying, hey, there's this dog token that exists. Here's what you got to do to follow the steps. You know, we've seen how it has affected brand identity within the Web3 ecosystem already. You know, again, there are a lot of like artists, famous individuals that are going to bring more people in. And even if they end up introducing rugs to the space, guess what they end up doing in the process? They introduce people, even if it's by baptism via fire to the space, they introduce them to it and they start finding the legitimate projects. Right. So I think that that's one of the things that ends up happening through these type of cycles. And, you know, we're on our way. Right. Like it's may take a little bit of time still to get there, but I really you know, I think that the more that you understand everything about the crypto space, you understand about NFTs, I really feel like that next cycle is inevitable. Incredible answer. Um, thanks for sharing that. Gets me fired up on the wonkies, no? I mean, shit. Bought a wonky this week. <laughs> I saw that, man. I you, you went with like the red, white, and blue theme, right? Yeah, man. For the July vibes, tattoo, man. I love it. I love it. Those are some of my favorite favorite like uh, classic themes. I'm gonna get out of here, everybody. Uh, much love, ladies and gentlemen. It's always a pleasure hanging out with my family, and um, we'll talk soon. Good seeing you as always, Matt. Take it easy, man. Um, Lumber. So, what's you, what's your idea for this? For the last stunk for the giveaway. 
we got people in the audience. This is the the final one of the lumber suite. Hey, you doing some like matching oh. deal that you said before the last week where you weren't in songs? I remember you're like, oh, wait I... till the week after that, and then me and you are gonna be going boom, boom, boom. I don't know, it could be wrong, but I'm gonna let I that slide. I'd be here, but I here's what I'm gonna do, Rooster. What I'll guarantee with this, so all the stocks that he's giving away, I will match that. Like when he's stopping next week, I'll carry the vibes forward. So I'll count how many stocks that he's done that I have not matched so far. And I will continue that giveaway weekly for that many weeks. So to be able, I, I think extending the window is almost a better opportunity than just dumping them all at once. And, you know, if you guys disagree, Hey, you know, we can change it up. But the way I look at it is I, I really think again, just, the opportunity of continuing to extend that during the spaces adds a little carrot at the end of the stick that makes it a little bit more fun. So that was my thought process for it. That's incredible, man. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me? Jesus. Either um, that rooster, or we save all those stunts that I, you know, for a potential new poker attorney down the road. So, you know, Multiple options. We can discuss. We can vote on it. You know, I'll, I'll do something in the Discord and we can vote on it. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, Kalia, so we're giving away the one percenter now, and uh, I don't know how you want to do it. I was thinking, like, if someone came out of the crowd before to talk, it would be that person. But now that I put it out there, you know. Dude, everybody had their shot and they missed it. Talk they had their shot. <laughs> I'm open for suggestions. Well, I mean, Future Whale is the only one I see on stage, but. Um... Hold up. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's true. He was on stage the whole time. Well, I mean, Rooster's on stage. on stage, too. Rooster's on stage, too. No, I don't care. If I got it, I would have re-gifted it anyway. I mean, depending on which donk it was, I may have re-gifted the uglier one. Oh, shoot. Look at this. Look at this. We got a flood of flood of people joining the stage all of a sudden. Hello, hello. Going to break the ice here. <laughs> Welcome back, man. What's going on? What's going on, Cleo? Just listening and uh, just soaking in these vibes. <laughs> just want to uh, say shout out to Lumber here for just, uh, you know, being so generous over the last little while. Just watching this. It's like it's been it's been just a, a treat just to watch this. Yeah, you know, I'm fine. I'm all for this the Lumber simp competition and you guys simping to him for whoever oh, just stunk, So I just want to say. But, uh, <laughs> all right. If uh, anybody doesn't know about nitrates too, you better get on some nitrates. <laughs> the nitrate legend himself, dude, spent like the last three months <laughs> sending out offers on nitrates. Nine M. All right, let's... you know, but most don't. Uh, most don't until they do. Um. All right, let's see. We got Eric up here. Eric, what's up, man? 
Yo, GM. Am I audible? GM, sir, GM. How are you all doing? Doing well, man. Doing well. How about yourself? Yeah. I've been following your spaces, I think, for the last four or five months. It's really great. And <laughs> the best space was the Wendy, the one guy who act like Wendy <laughs> to get a strong from lumber. Yeah, I forget who was it who did that, but it was <laughs> it was know, like it was a valiant effort. Yeah, yeah. It was very good effort by Lumber to include diversion. I was really amazed in thinking it with that much depth. So I've been following you and you all. The vibes are really unmatchable. And <laughs> right now I'm sit I live at Dubai. An Asian guy. And I live at Dubai. So my time, I think it's 10 something. 10 p.m. So I've been waiting for this. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you were able to catch this, man. Some late night vibes from across the ocean. Love yeah. to see it. Um, yeah, man. You know, it's one of the funny things. I was talking to a group of Brits the other day. And, you know, like, it, it actually was really funny. We were discussing the different nuances just in language that each area has, you know, like UK versus the US. And first off, they, they thought I didn't have any accent whatsoever, which I like, I am positive I've got some type of accent to somebody somewhere, right? The one thing they did say, they did end up bringing up, well, actually, they brought up a bunch of weird weird words, man. And I I told them, though, I was like, you know, I, they were roasting American words. And I said, you don't understand. This is what happens almost on a weekly basis in a lot of these spaces. I am used to whatever you are throwing at me right now. Like, it happens up on stage because we have enough of a diverse cultural background in the crypto space that we really hear it, you know, hear all types of dialects from all type of places in the world. So I appreciate having anybody not from this area hopping in, doing the late night grind, and coming up here. So I appreciate it, Eric. Bro, British people yeah. get thirsty. And like, me and Mark. Pass me a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, Actually, I, I did hear about that. <laughs> me and my boys are betting on Kalio's physique, you know, <laughs> nowadays. that By next week, I mean... By next month, they'll be ripped, and I'm betting for in favor of Kalio and the other guy, my Sharuk guy, is betting against that he won't be he won't be able to make it. So we are betting. But I won't be able to make it. Where? Like, <laughs> what are you guys betting on right now? Is this yeah, a I'm yeah, yeah, I'm betting that you'll you'll be more ripped right from right now. Whatever you are, you will be more ripped. Huh? You will you will gain your. <laughs> I mean to say, whatever you have tried, you will achieve it by end of July. <laughs> Oh, bro, I wish. I, I came back from camp weighing more, so, you know, oh. like, it's not not good. Just uh, update us on, on July end or 1st of August. <laughs> we'll settle this. There's still time. There's still time. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So, we've got, <laughs> got Hot Rod back on stage. Hot Rod, what's going on? Hi, what's up? How's everyone? 
Doing well, sir. Doing well. Yeah, doing good. Uh, actually, coming back to the topic about the Pokemon cards, I really tried to request from that time that I couldn't get the opportunity. I just wanted to know that uh, where, which marketplace would you be able to sell the actual physical cards? I agree. I also do have some cards with me too. But I'm like, I have no clue where to sell them off to or something like that. And even I, I don't know how to determine eBay. how much worth it is. Oh, most eBay. people use eBay. eBay, yeah. bro. Okay, the, the OG OpenSea. Yeah, and then to look up the value, um, there's like many websites like TCG Player. Um, it's like a really popular one. You can look up any value. So yeah, TCG Player, oh. eBay. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I'll check it up, by the way. Uh, we got the legend Pick God that's coming up on stage. What's up, buddy? Pick God, what's up, my man? Nothing. What's going on, guys? I literally just woke back up a minute or two ago. So happy you guys are still on the space. Oh, oh good morning, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I'm glad that you were able to catch, even if it's the tail end of it, you were able to catch the space one way or the other. So, I mean, it was just like, what was it? Was it last Saturday that you caught barely part of it while you were driving? I was, I've been so damn busy with work for the last couple of weeks. And like, this is finally like the tail end. So it feels pretty good. Like I, I know, uh, I was definitely on a couple phone calls last week during the space, but yeah, man, I'm chilling. I mean, the I don't know what you guys really talked about. I'm sure maybe a little bit about the Opepin craze. Well, well, you were gone for a little bit, but that stuff was pretty cool. We actually did. Yeah, I mean, that was uh, really interesting and makes me pretty damn bullish on the space in general. You know, I think uh, when it really comes down to it. Art really is the best utility for NFTs right now, man. So, as always, you know, art is in the charts. Okay, Kalia, so do we have a winner? Um, okay, I am going to, let's see. Sorry to have Give me one second. Random number generator. There you go. That I'm typing in. And everybody on stage is going to get a ticket to this. They're going to have to give it, you know, say an entry here in a second. It's going to be between one and 8,736. So pick a number in your mind real quick. Um, the One in the, how many? Wait, what, 8,000? Oh, okay. 8,736. I want everybody to DM Lumber their answers. You've got one minute to DM Lumber your answer. The closest to it will win. The stonk. And it's the closest number to what? The actual stock number? So, no, no, no. I <laughs> oh. 8,736. That's how many stocks there are. So I'm going to pick a random number using a random number generator between 1 and 8,736. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Everybody that's up on stage is eligible for this. So Hot Rod, Eric, Tabodi, I'm uh, eligible for this. Rooster. Pick God and Future Whale for joining the stage. You guys can all DM Lumber. One answer. And whoever is the closest gets a stonk. I'm just going to pick the number of my favorite stonk. 
Okay, I'm DMing you the answer, Lumber. Okay. And whenever everybody has submitted theirs, you can announce what the winner is. Yum, yum. Raffle's so good. (laughs) So, yeah, you see that? If you join the stage and you speak, you have the opportunity to win more stocks. Remember that for next week. You know what? I'm going to say that exclusively from here on out. I'm only giving my stocks to the people. Well, actually, I take that back. I'm going to give away the majority of the stocks to the people that join the stage just because it's like, you know, come and participate. <laughs> Do something. And you'll have a chance to win. <laughs> cool. Have you seen those? That's good. That's good. Videos? Have I seen the what? The yum yum videos. Oh, dude, I've seen too many of them, and I can't believe the bags <laughs> did one. It was even funnier. Some old, some other old head made a YouTube video about him making that. Wait, so he actually went viral enough on TikTok that he got a lot of people? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Well, he had like 1,500 live viewers on Instagram whenever he – he didn't even do it on TikTok, I don't think. He did it the boomer way on Instagram, and I think it was still fake. had like fifteen hundred views. Oh, maybe yeah, maybe it could have been fake too. I don't know, but yeah, he it was went viral enough on, put on Instagram. Yeah, he went viral enough on Twitter for someone to pick it up, and so <laughs> the, the dude was like, "The first thing that came to my mind was, how much money would I need to do this?" <laughs> it was fucking funny. Do we have a winner yet, Lumber? I guess uh, Lumber's. No, I'm I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so I mean, the num. Do I say what the number is? Yeah, go for. Oh, has everybody already submitted? Well, I, I haven't gotten any new ones. There's only like, you know, not that many. But well, there are uh, only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people that could submit an answer. So, <laughs> gotcha. So, so there's Eric Hot I mean, Rod Rooster, Yum Yum, Tabodi, Pick God, and Future Whale are the only ones eligible. Okay, so it's done. We'll close it off right now. The number, can I say, you say the number, Kaylee, and I'll look and see who's the closest. 927. And so I would have to say 420. Is that the closest? I don't see anything, but, you know, let's see one. That Future Whale's number? That's Beach Dog. Oh, well, Beach Dog, Dog wasn't eligible. Oh, gosh darn. If Beach Dog would have come up on stage, Beach Dog would have been eligible. I, I requested him to. Okay, so the next one would be... What a fumble. Tabodi. Okay, what did Tabodi say? 233. What? 233. All right. 233, yeah. Wow, Congratulations, Tabodi. Sweet. All right, we got a winner, Tabodi. Thank yeah. you, Lumber. Congrats, congrats. Thank you, Kaleo. That's so wild. Thank you. Well, hey, thank you, Lumber. Thank you, Lumber, not me. Wow, that, that number has been so Hey, wild. thank you, guys. It's I appreciate so good it, man. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, no, I mean, that was a lot of fun. I, I actually kind of liked doing it like that, too. Right? Like, everybody but yeah. state had an equal chance. Yeah, that was fun. Cooking breakfast for the wife. That's why I couldn't get on. <laughs> oh, he sounds sour. He's sour. Oh, <laughs> man. Bum, bum, bum. 
I did, I, I, all I heard was that I could DM DM lumber, and I DM lumber my thought while I was cooking bacon. <laughs> I said everybody on stage. How many times? I how many times? I, he couldn't hear it. I only bacon heard that topping. one part. You know that bacon topping. Well, anyway, you live and you learn, Beach Dog. You oh, live yeah, and you learn. To somebody good. <laughs> Tabodi got it. Tabodi's the legend, so I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah, absolutely. you know, it's still still went to somebody you know good hands one way or the other. Um, absolutely, you can cook bacon on stage now. Remember that. <laughs> yeah, you've got to cook bacon on stage next time. And actually, real question, Beach, how do you cook bacon? Uh, we actually throw it. I throw it at three seventy five in the air fryer for about ten okay. minutes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I wasn't expecting the air fryer, but I respect the answer. I thought you were about to say three seventy five in the oven. Um, which air I know is the only is... semi acceptable way. If you go oven, that's blasphemy. Air fryer, like that's if your 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 stove is too overwhelmed, right? You got every burner going because you're making a luscious breakfast. That is the only reason you would need to put bacon into the air fryer. Otherwise, Just use a microwave. Cook it at a lower yeah. temperature, it actually comes out really good. And I'm trying to make a gourmet sandwich here. So I actually have the griddle on the oven. You got to keep that bread separated from that grease. See? that? Okay, there we go. Uh, respect it. <laughs> right. it gets the rooster's fuel approval. That's good enough. Um, but... Ladies and gentlemen, unfortunately, going to go ahead and wrap up this week's space. It has been a fun past hour with y'all. Um, you know, if you guys don't know, once again, the wonky stonks are a fully generative piece of art. Um, from October of 2021, started as a free mint for anybody that, you know, free mint one per wallet. Um, the average sales cost actually was 0.01 ETH. So, you know, I, you know like not 100%. There was an opportunity to mint more if you wanted to, you know, not be lazy and just create more wallets. But the average sales price on the mint was 0.012 ETH. So, you know, from there, we've continued to just grow as a community. It's been, you know, 74 straight weeks of this wonky weekly alpha. And there are going to be more than another 107 or seven. Well, yeah, more than another 174 weeks also. So we're going to continue this. Um, you know, the vibes are immaculate. They are the roadmap. <laughs> um, and, you know, at the end of the day, wonky stonks are inevitable. So I, I really appreciate everybody that joined the stage. Thanks again, Lumber the Legend. Thanks again, Rooster. Pythonomics, future whale for your silent support. <laughs> Pick God for hopping in at the end. Beach Dog, R.I.P., um to Bodhi, congratulations <laughs> eric and hot rod also thank you it's all good boys thank Everybody. you so much later guys have, have a good weekend guys. guys thank you same time same place goodbye everyone have thank fun you guys. See ya. love you all